Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Doc Bryant Show, episode 202. I am your host, Doc Bryant. Why, Doc? Because I am a former U.S. Navy, U.S. Marine Corps hospital corpsman, and they call us Doc. That is the name, or that was my name for the six years that I was in. That is the name that was tattooed on my soul, because we are part Marine for us. The change is forever. So, that's why Doc. That is also the name that the gunnery sergeant inside my head constantly calls me. So, today I want to talk about something very interesting that has occurred. Something that um, I'm not going to say I saw it coming because I didn't. I saw signs of it, and I didn't know what I was looking at. And by the way, if you hear a meow or a purr in the, uh, in the background, that is because one of our three cats is sitting in my lap. This one is Bluebell. The one that we initially named A-Hole. Uh, and that's a whole other story entirely. Anyway, so... Like I said, I saw signs of it. I saw signs of this phenomenon, and I was confused because I didn't know why I was seeing what I was seeing. And as my wife can tell you, uh, a lot of times I'm kind of kind of slow on the uptake. And this was definitely one of those times. You see... I was wondering why uh, certain pundits that I had previously listened to and put a lot of stock in were all of a sudden behaving and speaking in rather non-conservative ways. Two really big ones that came to mind. Guys that, uh, when I first started listening to conservative radio back in 1988, I think it was, or no, actually, I don't remember when it was, when I first discovered Rush Limbaugh, and this was, it, well, it had to be 1990 ish, maybe, I don't know. It was a long time ago. And uh, after discovering Rush Limbaugh, I discovered uh, some of these other guys. And my three, for the longest time, my top three, the guys that I listened to that I, I would not miss, if at all possible, were Sean Hannity well, Rush Limbaugh first, Sean Hannity second, and then Mark Levin, okay? And uh, over the years, 
uh, I kind of dropped Sean Hannity, not because of what he was saying. And this is going to sound, I don't know, maybe bigoted to some people. Um, I'm sorry, uh, but it's a fact. Sean has a very repetitive, annoyingly repetitive cadence, New York cadence to his voice. And it got to the point where I just couldn't listen to it anymore because the cadence of his voice, the annoying New York cadence of his voice, I just, I couldn't listen to it. It, it, it started, uh, I started noticing it more than what he was saying. And I couldn't concentrate on what he was saying because I was so annoyed by that. And Sean, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, I apologize. It's it's just me. It's me, buddy. It's not you. Uh, but well, now it's you. But that's different. Your your the your voice thing is is all on me. <clears throat> At any rate. So I listen to these guys religiously, uh, daily, because I was afforded that ability by my job, and I trusted these guys. Now, unfortunately, Rush was taken from us far too early. God rest his soul, and I am absolutely positive that I will see him again in heaven where we'll have different stuff to talk about because evil will have been done away with permanently. So he'll have all kinds of other stuff to talk about, like how wonderful the new Heavenly Steelers team is. But for those of you who don't know, Rush was a Steelers fan. Uh, but recently, with the advent of Make America Great Again, with the advent of the nationalist populist movement in the United States led by Donald J. Trump, guys like Hannity and uh, Levin were very much opposed to it. And that just didn't make any sense to me at all. And I didn't understand why, you know, like I understood you had these establishment pukes, but the, the establishment Republicans, but for the longest time, you know, uh, Sean and Mark complained about them. Hell, Mark, just about as much as anybody, would just rail on these guys. And I didn't understand why all of the sudden they were so anti-Trump, because Trump was is truly conservative, whereas um, the establishment are 
clearly not. But here they were, and they were they were saying these very they were taking these very establishment lines and saying these very establishment things, and I did not understand why. Well, ladies and gentlemen, now I do. Now I understand entirely. And the reason that I understand is thanks to another great conservative person uh, who I very much admire and uh, have enjoyed listening to over the years. And uh, that is Stephen Crowder. And Stephen Crowder yesterday uh, called out what he referred to as the big con. And and I, what I like about that uh, is it's very creative. It's a double entendre for those of you out there who parley that Frankie like myself. Um, it's a con, as in it's a confidence job, but it's also con because it's conservative. You see what he did there? That's sharp. Anyway, so he comes out with this um, uh, YouTube uh, video, or and, and on on other sites, you know, all of, all of the all the sites that he's on. Um, he comes out with this video, and he talks about the big con, and then it all made sense. Specifically, he was referencing a a contract and he was very careful not to indicate what corporation wa- uh, had drafted this contract uh nor who the contract was for just that it was all he would say was that it was from a major conservative organization. And a lot of people have speculated about it being the Daily Wire or perhaps the Blaze. Upon looking at, because he actually showed the contract on the video and several other content creators have shown uh, have shown the video or contract on their videos as well. Given the size of the font and given the size of the black redaction that covers up the name of the corporation, I'm actually inclined to go with Fox News because that the the size of the redaction when the corporation is referred to in the contract is actually quite small it would it's certainly not big enough to fit the daily wire in there uh in the font size that they're using so my guess is that it's fox uh i could be wrong but given the fact that uh the behavior uh, aberrant behavior that I referenced earlier with regards to Sean Hannity and um, Mark Levin, I don't think I am wrong. 
but I have been wrong before, and frequently so ask my wife. Either way, it doesn't matter. What matters is the fact that apparently contracts such as this are rather pervasive in what Stephen Crowder referred to as Con Inc. or Conservative Incorporated. Um, and St Stephen Crowder, and from henceforth I'm just going to call him uh, Mr. Crowder, uh, not to be impersonal, uh, but I don't know the man, um, so I'm not going to refer to him by his first name. Then again, I called Mark and Sean, Mark and Sean, but that's because I've been with them so long. I don't know. Shut up, Doc, and start talking. Um, all right, fine. I'll call him Stephen. I don't think he would mind. Uh, plus the fact that, that he is a fan of Walter Firearms just as I am. I am. I own two of them, actually. I, I really like my Walter pistols. But, and he's a, he's a fan of Walter, so that's yet another reason to be a fan of it. Anyway, Stephen uh, said that these contracts are, are rather pervasive inside Conservative Inc. And he said that, uh, and, and these, these contract, the contracts are designed to punish content creators. Excuse me. Such that if they are dinged on major social media, uh, for example, YouTube, which is why I do not publish on YouTube. If they are dinged on YouTube, uh, a certain percentage of their contractual salary is taken away, like 10% or 15% or something like that, some ridiculous amount. And if they are boycotted by any organization, then a certain amount of their contract is uh, like 25%, some, some ridiculous amount, uh, it, it, they're docked for the year. Along with crazy stuff, like uh, if they fail to do so many promotional reads, uh, uh, advertisements in a day, um, they'll be fined $100,000 a day. So like, you know, if you step off the street and get hit by a bus and you miss a day, or if you get hospitalized and miss several days, that's a hundred grand a day that you're looking at. Either way, it is, it is apparent. And what, what Steven said was that the, the higher ups in these so-called conservative organizations aren't really conservative and they, they don't agree with us, the, we, the people, the grassroots, the, uh, voters, if you will. And these rules that they set forth are actually made to assist uh, major big tech corporations in 
censoring content creators. And it, it has been bugging him. He was actually, he got quite emotional a couple of, at a couple of points. Uh, his, his voice started shaking at a couple of points in uh, his video. Uh, and apparently this has bothered him to the point where he's thinking about hanging it up entirely, which I sincerely hope he does not do. Um, especially because with, with this revelation, we need guys like him now more than ever. So, Stephen, if you're listening, and I know you are, um, just like Mark and Sean are listening too, but I know Rush is listening. I know Rush is up there listening. I might not have a gold mic, Rush, but I'm doing this for you, buddy. Uh, don't, don't drop out, Stephen. Rush would not have quit. Don't drop out. Don't do it. We need you. We need you out there. We need more voices like him out there. Actually, we need more independent guys out there. And this is another really neat thing that I've, I was watching today. And you've got guys like Tim Poole and you've got Jeremy from The Quartering who are independent guys. We need more independent voices out there. And they're coming out and they are offering their support to Stephen. And I am offering my support to Stephen for what it's worth, which ain't much. I got to tell you, as much as one of the reasons... Uh, obviously, I'm not doing this for the money. Okay. Uh, if I was doing this for the money, then I would try to be grinding it out on YouTube. But I have this thing about me. And again, those of you who know me personally know that this is true. And, and if any of you ever get an opportunity to ask my wife, they will tell you that I have uh, this kind of stubborn streak in uh, in me, I'm, I'm not going to let people tell me what I can and cannot say or tell me what I can and cannot do. If I know something is right, then I'm going to say it. If And if I know something that is wrong, then I'm not going to say it. If I know it's wrong, I say stuff that's wrong all the time. Again, ask my wife. But if I know it's wrong, I will not say it unless it is, of course, to annoy my wife. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Um, but I, you know, and, and my, uh, my good buddy who has been on this show a couple of times, um, Nate Hale, uh, has repeatedly asked me why I don't publish on YouTube. And I told him why I don't publish on YouTube because my, my stuff, I would get dinged like instantly, like immediately I would get dinged if for no other reason than my occasional use of sailorly language. Um, but definitely for the, uh, 
conservative views, the Christian views that I hold. I would get dinged instantly. And and I'd get kicked off within a month. I mean, hell, when I started doing uh, TikTok, because there's a lot of folks on TikTok, I, I was suspended within a month. I was suspended within a month of publishing there. Um, I was suspended so often on Facebook that I finally just quit. I had been on Facebook since... 2005 or something like that. And then after like 15 years or so, I guess, on Facebook, I was getting dinged on Facebook so often, like five times a day, I was getting dinged. And I was, I just, that's it. I'm done. I'm out. Uh, I just, I won't be a part of a place like that. If they're going to censor me, then I'm just not going to be there, which is why uh, now I publish exclusively on platforms like uh, Rumble and BitChute and Odyssey. And I went to a podcast-type uh, format um, at, the, at the behest of uh, another uh, friend of mine who, you know, kept kind of prodding me towards that. Um, so, you know, I'm not in this for the money. I would love to be able to do it for a living, but that's not what this is about. This is about me being able to say what I want to say, when I want to say it, for the most part. Um, and and the fact that there are other independent... I think this is actually a good thing. Because I think that you've got guys like Tim Poole, you've got guys like um, uh, Jeremy from The Quartering who are independent voices and who are not going to sell out, period, end of sentence. Like if Fox News came to me tomorrow with a multi-million dollar contract and said, here, sign on the dotted line, but we get to tell you what to say, I'd tell him to fuck off. No. You know, same thing if if it was the Daily Wire. And, and I can see that there is a certain amount of corporatism involved in the Daily Wire type thing. But at this point, I like what the Daily Wire is putting out. I agree with uh, the guys at the Daily Wire. So if the Daily Wire is part of the problem, okay, I just won't go work for them. Like if the Daily Wire showed up and showed me a contract like that and said, oh, we get, uh, you know, all of your merchandising, which is none. So, you know, there's that. Uh, or, you know, we get to tell you what you can say. And if you get boycotted, we're going to take away 25% of your, fuck off. No, I'll just, I'll just putz along here uh, in, in my little office surrounded by my uh my kids artwork and you know i'm fine with that i am perfectly fine with that and 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 i'll have my my tent making job uh which you know is is a fine job and it pays the bills and i'm okay with that uh so excuse me um those those independent voices are going to become 
more noticeable now. They're going to come out of the woodwork now, I think. Because, especially when it gets out what this operation is. And I'd imagine that it will get out eventually. Um, they're done for the most part. Like a lot of these mega corporations, uh, they're done. Um, Fox News is already kind of done. I, I, well, I never really watched them a lot anyway, but I really, really started to not watch them, um, a few years ago. I, I have this thing where, you know, whenever it comes out that, uh, a major corporation, some kind of corporation is uber woke and, you know, we should boycott them as conservatives, it's, an organization or a company that I never really, you know, went to anyway. So they won't miss me. And even if it was an organization or corporation, they wouldn't miss me anyway. I don't have enough money to spend to be noticed. So there you, you there you go. Uh but anyway, I think I think that this is a good thing. And and this is happening a lot to like major corporations all over the place. Um and I'll get to that actually in just a second. There's there's something else that I wanted to say with regards to the independent uh, voices uh out there. And Actually, now I don't remember what it was. And this is another thing that I do frequently ask my wife. That's what you get when you get uh, over 50 or actually for me, it was like over 30. <laughs> no, I've always been like this. Uh, okay. So these, I think these major corporations, they're all going the, the, the way of the dodo. Ah, yes, that's what I wanted to say. So the reason that this is happening, because I, I, I tell you what's happening like in, in the material world, in, in, the, in the, I don't want to say secular world, in, in the material realm, because I'm a Christian and I firmly believe, and it is true, that the things that occur in the material world are merely a reflection of the stuff that is going on in the spiritual realm. And there is a God, and there is a Satan, and the battle between good and evil that is being played out on this planet is, is again, it's just a reflection, a shadow of the battle of good and evil that is going on in the spiritual world. We're, we're kind of like the Ukraine. We're kind of like the Ukraine of the spiritual war. It's, it's a, uh, in many ways, it's a proxy war being fought out here on the earth. And Satan owns that which is evil, and he runs that which is evil, a lot like the movie The Matrix. If you are not saved, if you are not if you do not belong to Christ, if you are not indwelt by the Holy Spirit, then 
you are, whether you are a quote-unquote good person or not, Satan is capable of indwelling you, and regardless of your salvation, Satan is capable of influencing you. Satan knows that the institutions that he was previously using to influence society, the legacy media, the Democrat Party, are all collapsing, and they're collapsing fast. Well, Satan's not just going to throw up his hands and give up, folks. He is going to look to what institutions are currently influencing society that can influence society in his favor, and he is going to corrupt them. And the institutions, the philosophies that are currently influencing society are conservatism, or even more to the point, libertarianism. And he is corrupting them, and he corrupts them the exact same way that he corrupted the Democrat Party and the legacy media. He corrupts them with money, but in this case, he's got to move a lot faster than he was moving before, because his institutions are collapsing around him. The WEF, again, the legacy media, the Democrat Party, all of these things, the whole globalist thing is collapsing very rapidly, and so he has to rapidly rebrand, and he has to rapidly get a hold of and get, get control of this new influencing factor. And that is the spiritual reason why we are seeing this arise in Big Con, Inc., as Stephen Crowder so aptly and correctly put it. And so, again, normally I tend to see stuff like this. I tend to see stuff like this, but I also have blinders on in certain instances. And I had my blinders on in this particular instance. So when Stephen came out and said that he was done being silent and that he had big news and he was going to talk about it the next day, I was like, oh gosh, what the heck's going on? And then, you know, I saw the video and I immediately, you know, because Stephen has been kind of radio silent for a while, I, I immediately clicked on it like, finding find out what this is and, and and I'm hoping to God that it's not just some BS clickbait that a lot of other conservative voices uh, frequently do. But not Stephen. Stephen brought the goods and he he brought the goods and he brought the receipts. And I was I gotta say, I was shocked. I was shocked. But at the same time, given 
what I had been seeing, I was not surprised. Like I said, I had been seeing the stuff and I, I wasn't sure why I was seeing the stuff and I wasn't, but because I had my blinders on, that's why I was confused. I would not allow myself to objectively observe the situation for what it was to, 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 yeah, to object, objectively see what was going on. Um, I, and, and. You know, I was kind of like that with Disney for for quite some time, you know, with the uh, especially when they put out the Mandalorian and I was just like, oh, Disney's going to come back. Disney's going to come. And then, no, and it it took a lot for me to realize that Disney is a 100 percent evil corporation run by evil people bent on destroying our children. Um. It took me a while to see that one too. So I, I, I just, I'm kind of, I guess, you know, in certain instances, I suppose, rather trusting. So there you have it. Uh, and, and that's why what is going on is going on. And, and back to the big corporation thing, Things are not going well for for major mega corporations, and I think things are going to continue not to go well because, again, Satan was using these major corporations, these monolithic organizations, to influence our culture. And because of the work, and again, I am convinced of this 100%, because of the work of the restraining power of the Holy Spirit, the people are opening their eyes to what, or the spirit is opening the eyes of the people to seeing what Satan has been doing. Not, not necessarily going up, see Satan, but, but people, you know, even non-Christians and so forth are, are seeing this is wrong. The stuff that these major corporations are doing, this globalist stuff is wrong and as a result, I believe that this particular birth pang is over, or it's on its way to being finished. For how long, I do not know, but given the signs that I'm seeing, it could be for, you know, another easily 20 years, um, which would be great. You know, as I'll, I'll, what I'm hoping for again, and I'm constantly praying for is a, a major revival. And I think because we've had, there's been a huge Christian revival going on all over the world, just not here, which is a massive irony, but we're starting to see it bubble up here in the United States, I believe. And as a result of this, all of these corporations, because again, like I said, what what happens in the spiritual realm is going to occur in the material realm. And we are going to see these major corporations and all of these all of these major corporations that have thrown their hats in with globalism are going to fail for various reasons. And and one of the greatest examples of these is Disney, and I'm going to get into Disney uh, a little bit later, 
because there's a lot of stuff going on in, in that uh, arena. And you all know that Disney is just one of my favorite things to talk about uh, and rag on. But um, all of these major corporations are, are seeing massive losses because of their... Uh, because they are all in with the uh, the world system, which is currently referred to as wokeness, and will later be referred to as the uh, as as Babylon. Um, but wokeness is is what the world system is called right now, and everything that. Uh, hitched its future to the woke horse uh, is failing. It's collapsing, and and you can see this on on uh, uh, in, in macrocosm and in microcosm, even even micro microcosm type stuff like uh, the wizards of the coast. Uh, losing, uh, I mean, just destroying themselves with wokeness. Um, and because of that, more independent role-playing game creators are coming up. And these are not necessarily uh, Christian game companies, mind you. They're just independent they're not thrown in with the the globalist woke corporation you know there there's plenty of non-christian uh one might call what I, they're libertarians basically so they're they're not christian by any means uh but they are uh, i don't even think they would call themselves conservatives again they may call themselves libertarians um voices that refuse to bow down to globalism. Um, one of my favorite creators uh, that I that I follow frequently, uh, uh, almost every day I watch, is uh, Sticks and Hammer Triple uh, Six, uh, and he's brilliant. His insights and are uh, and his observations are spot on most of the time. Um, and he's very, very much not a Christian, but he is an independently minded and I would say libertarian kind of guy. And he, he just, he's not going to let other people tell him what to do. He, that's why he's on BitChute and Rumble. Well, I don't know if he's on Rumble, but he's, he's on, uh, BitChute and Odyssey, I think, um, and, and, you know, and he's he's careful about what he says on the stuff that's going to get published on YouTube. But then he does other non-YouTube uh, type publications that go on uh, Rumble and Odyssey or BitChute and Odyssey, um, where he doesn't have to be careful about it. And so again, I I think we're seeing the end of these mega corporations, um, and I think we're seeing the end of big government. As, as a result as well. Um, 
that's that's huge. But I think we are going to see the collapse of big government. I think government, uh, the federal government of the United States is collapsing in on itself, which is fantastic. I think the states are going to uh, be able to once again uh, take control of the country as they should. Uh, it it might it ain't going to be pretty necessarily, and none of this is going to be pretty. This is going to be a fight. This is going to be a fight all the way. But believe me when I tell you, the other side is losing. We are gaining ground, even if we are not doing so in a pretty or even consistent fashion. We are gaining ground. This is going to be a battle of inches. Um, but there you go. That's what's happening with uh, Big, uh, Big Con Inc. and Steven Crowder. So if you are not already a subscriber to Steven Crowder, and if you, ha I don't know uh, because I haven't actually joined the Mug Club yet, but if you uh, if you haven't uh, checked out Stephen Crowder and his Mug Club, uh, check him out. Look him up on uh, YouTube, and he I th I'm pretty sure he's on BitChute and Odyssey. I don't know if he's on Rumble, but check check out his stuff. He's a funny guy. He's a smart guy. He's a conservative guy, and he is uh, a uh, a lover of uh, Walter firearms and. For no other reason, check him out than that, you know. Uh, so, there you go. Uh, Big Con Inc. And uh, I will be right back to talk about some other stuff. Thank you so much for listening. If you are enjoying this on uh, Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, uh, please go ahead and hit the like and subscribe buttons. Hit the notification bell thingy uh, so that you can find out when I post more stuff. And uh, thank you very much for listening. If you want to uh, get a hold of me, I'm on social media on uh, Minds, Getter, Truth Social, uh, I'm also on Gab, but I'm hardly ever on there. So, you know, uh, at Doc Bryant. And I am frequently on Twitter, uh, especially now that it is more free, uh, at Doc Bryant Actual. And if you want to send me an email, it's docbryantshow at zohomail.com. That's Z-O-H-O-Mail.com. Once again, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you all later.